In the Holy Letters of the Rebbe, in volume 12, this is letter number 3834. This is a uh, lengthy letter. Actually, there are two letters here. Um, the uh, Rebbe is writing again to Rabbi Zevin following a letter he had written to him earlier. The thing is, the previous letter has never been published because they did not have that letter uh, in the series at that date when they were publishing. So they published it here. So what we'll do is uh, we'll go through the second letter first, which is actually dated uh, Yud Elul, Tavshin Tes Vav, Baruch Hashem, Yud Elul Tavshin Tes Vav. This is Yud Tes Tishrei Tavshin Tezayin. So this is a couple of weeks later. Um, and this evolves around the whole issue about Esroigim of Eretz Yisrael. People were trying to promote at the time Israeli Esroigim that uh, will be used, should be used by the people. They wanted to support Israel. And the Rebbe's argument was that most of those Esroigim are actually murkovim, those are grafted, they are not pure uh, esroigim, there are halachic questions whether you can fulfill the obligation, and certainly uh, he asked the Rebbe to participate in that kol koira, the announcement, uh, to go ahead and do that, and the Rebbe says, you know that uh, the... uh, Tzamach Tzedek, and uh, the Rebbe says, I'm a great-grandson, directed Tzamach Tzedek. You expect me to go against what the Tzamach Tzedek writes, that not to uh, use Murkovdike uh, for, um for the mitzvah of, of Luvan Esrik. So let's learn first the letter of the year Tavshin Tezvav, uh, which our letter follows it, and Baruch Hashem, the 10th of Elul Tavshin Tezvav, Brooklyn, Harav HaGoyen, Rav HaChosim, the title is here, Moreinur, Shleim Yosef, Sheyich Yezev. And this is the Rabbi Zevin, the Rabbi writes to him several times, and um, in this particular case, the issue is the Esraim. So, so the Rabbi writes, the mine I'm responding to your letter dated the third of Elo. And the Rebbe says, for sure, you received my two previous letters. Uh, and the Rebbe writes, you write about this individual who is coming to the United States and also about a letter, a Kulkoyer announcement to uh, promote the Asroigim of Eretz Yisrael. So apparently he wanted the Rebbe to support this person who's coming for that purpose as well as to be part of this announcement that the Rebbe should put his signature that people should buy the Asregim from Eretz Yisrael. And the Rebbe says, there's a few lines, a few missing over here, but the Rebbe writes, Basically, that he wouldn't even respond to this, but because of, out of respect for Rabbi Zevin, and so that you should not say that I just glimpsed 
over your letter without paying the proper attention. So the Rebbe says, I'm going to answer also on this, on this suggestion, which basically says that the Rebbe did not really want to address it, but the Rebbe says he'll address it anyways. And the Rebbe says, how is it possible that Ba'asra the Rav, the city of Rav, which means where the rabbi is has a certain ruling, you want to bring in something again. This is the Tzemach Tzedek, which is a poisek for us, for the Chabad people, the third Lubavitcher Rebbe, especially you expect from his grandchildren, because the Rebbe was a great-grandson from the Rebbe the Tzemach Tzedek, direct son after son from the Tzemach Tzedek. You expect that I should do opposite from what the Tzemach Tzedek ruled in his responses in Chelek Eruchayim Simen Samachdala. This is not just a ruling. This was the action of the Maiserav, the way they did it, it is known how much it was totally rejected in the Rebbe's home of using Esrogim Daramurkovim, Esrogim that have been grafted. So, this is something which in the house of the Rebbe we never use that. And the majority of the majority, the vast majority of the Sreigim, and are, are grafted the ones that come from Eretz Yisrael, are Murkovim. And the Rebbe says, possibly, and maybe we don't need to publicize there, that the non-Murkovim Sreigim are a minority of a minority, not just a minority, uh, the Esroigim that come from Eretz Yisrael are mostly, by and large, Esroigim Murkovim. So, you're asking me to go ahead trying to promote the uh, economy of Israel, everything of that sort, but uh, asking me to go ahead and promote to use Esroigim, which are contrary to the rulings of the Tzemach Tzedek, I'm surprised who can take upon themselves the that responsibility, and to come out with an announcement, a declaration, to tens of thousands of Yidin, they should make a bracha on Esroigim that comes from a land, certain land from Eretz Yisrael, without announcing first that you need to Find out if the Esrog is not a Murkov. You just tell everybody to buy without making the note that you must check and to verify that it's not a grafted, not a Murkov Dikar Esrog. And the Rebbe says, even those that permit Esrogim that are Murkovim. But the Rebbe says, in our generation, for sure, after it has been verified the opinions that disagree uh, on those who allowed, or those who were lenient with the Esroi Gimur So, 
the Rebbe says, now we will not permit it only if there's no other, if you can't get non Murkovim, maybe they're Matilim. So the Rebbe says, in our generation, we already heard the opinions of, it's been verified, those who disagree, we will not allow to use, even those who were lenient, but not today, after we found out about those opinions who disagree, if you have a possibility of getting a non-work of Esrik, they wouldn't permit it. Now, in that year, Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot came out on Shabbos the first day. So it turns out that the first time they're doing the Lulav and Esrik, it's not Min HaToyr, it's Mid Rabbonon, because the mitzvah of Lulav and Esrik, Min HaToyr, is only on the first day. So, even this year, that the Esrig, you only start taking it from the second day of Yom Tov and on. Which means that it's only Medraban on the mitzvah of Lulav and Esrig. So, the Rebbe says, so in addition to the fact that, okay, it may not be a Torah, you may not be missing out on a Torah commandment, but you may be making a brachal of Atola. A suffix bracha, if you're not allowed to use that esrik and you're not obligated, but you're making a bracha, and maybe it's not a really a kosher esrik, so it's a question of bracha. Even in this year, when the mitzvah of esrik is not a Torah dikim mitzvah, but the issue of the bracha, making a bracha on it, is a problem. And that can be a problem of the Torah, because according to many opinions, making a bracha that is not necessary is included of Loisisa Hashem al which is a prohibition of the Torah. And further, the Rebbe said, you can't make an announcement, oh, that in this year, the only we're allowing this Esrogim, because the whole mitzvah Esrogim is with Rabbonon, because Yom Tev is on uh, Shabbos, the first day Yom Tev, and this is only on the second day. But next year you can't use this as regim. That doesn't really uh, fit. You can't do that. So the Rebbe says there's an additional issue that Rebbe touches about it. Uh, does it? And, uh, and the Rebbe brings out the fact that the way they transported these as regim, they, sported, they transported by boat, and the boat is ran by Yidin who are Mechal Shabbos, uh, violating the Shabbos. So you're bringing in the Esregim through an Isser. Let's see what the Rebbe says. Not enough, the Rebbe said, for us all the above, that we cannot advertise it because this would not be really fit Esregim because they're Murkovim in the vast majority. There's an additional aspect of here. And the Rebbe says, because of the publicity of it, and this is publicized in what's being done in a way of uh, transgressing the Shabbos in a public forum, which is even more serious than the above, than the bracha, or using an esrog, which is not, uh, which is a murkov. And the Rebbe says, the majority, most of the esrogim, and it's generally, the Rebbe says, all the Tashmishi Kedusha, all the 
holy uses that we use, like the fillin, the zuzis, all the Tashmish and Gedusha from Eretz Yisrael that are brought in, that are brought to the United States, they are brought on boats that belong to various different offices in Eretz Yisrael, and they travel also on Shabbos. And according to the reports from those that traveled with them, and also from the sailors, so the Rebbe says they conduct themselves on, on Shabbos, running the boat just as if it was a weekday, which includes making a fire, havore, which is a provision of the Torah, ksiva, writing, etc., etc., all kinds of violations of the Shabbos, Torah violations. And this is done in a tremendous public way. So, uh, as understood, in front of everybody on the boat, the Rebbe says, and this is even done more in those boats that are not for people, those that are just for loads. So over there, you don't have other people on the outside besides the sailors. They can do all violations without anybody even knowing that they're doing it. And the Rebbe says, I have to say that I'm shocked that the Rabbanu Tarashit, the, the rabbinate, the leading rabbinate in Israel, is silenced in such a shocking thing. And more than this, the fact is that on a officially there is supervision, a rabbinic supervision. And the Rebbe says on the boat, although I don't know for sure, is this the supervision by a uh, individual rabbi? Is it from the rabbinate, the official rabbinate? But in either way, the community in the United States looks at it as if there is a supervision from the Rabbanut Rashid, from the uh, rabbinate, the official rabbinate of, of, of Eretz Yisrael. And that supervisor, uh, the Mashkiach, is a representative of the Rabbanut. So that means that they're basically taking responsibility for what's going on over there. Uh, so therefore, they don't, they're not only being, they're not only quiet, they're not saying anything, but they're sort of giving an approval. They're giving a hechsher. Well, you're going to say, they're just saying that the food is kosher. They're not talking about uh, going on the boat or the Chilu Shabbos. They're not, uh, they're not providing that. But the people don't distinguish. Are you just giving a, an approval, a hechsher on the kitchen or on the whole boat? And the evidence, the obvious and, and persuasive evidence that this is so is because you have a lot of people who are religious, very religious, and they go on these belts based on they know there's a mashgiach there from the rabbinate or the rabbinate, so they think it's the rabbinate roshis. So, and they don't say anything about it. Now, the Rebbe said, I saw there is a book, a sefer, which is called 
Shvisas Hayam, which deals with this question. Uh, and the Rebbe says, I don't know uh, if the writer is such a simpleton or intentionally, God forbid, he is uh, causing the entire community to make a mistake. His mata, he's causing them to do a mistake intentionally because he wrote this book. But everything that it says in the book does, does not apply to the practical question. Uh, a person who reads the book, he says, there's no doubt. And the book is written in such a way that we're dealing with the boats that are traveling from Eretz Yisrael to here. That's what they see there. But all of the allowances that there is with regards to a boat have nothing to do with the situation, our case, that would not allow everything that he writes there does not really apply to the practical boats that are traveling uh, from Eretz Yisrael to, to the United States because these boats are able to rest all of Shabbos and not only that, they can even add from the weekday on Shabbos. And there is really no danger. So it looks like in the Sefer, his argument is that because it's a conus nefoshes, so therefore you can dry ride it, go the, keep the boat going on Shabbos. But the Rebbe says it doesn't apply to our boats because this, the boat can rest on Shabbos. And not only that, it can add Mechel There's no danger. With the exception of exceptional cases. But for now, that as it appears in the newspapers, in the situation, in the uh, uh, in the ear, in the area where the boat goes, it never happened. Even once, there should be a danger so that they had to continue riding on Shabbos. And especially, the Rebbe says, without this, the boat stops several times during his journey. So it's all about money. And mainly, the Rebbe says, it's how much a pers- person wants not to desecrate the Shabbos. So the Rebbe says the rulings over there does not practically apply at all. Um, as far as those who travel and as far as the merchandise that is brought on the boat, so when you have a choice to travel on a boat in which the work is going to be done through an Anju, through a Goy. Where do we have an allowance to do Davke through a Yid? So why would we, that's not a heter for that. We should be not allowed. Especially, they don't only do Melochas that are necessary, they do work that just need to keep the order. It's not even a monetary issue. So, all of his arguments that there's a danger, and but why should you go through a, a Jewish boat, which Yidner Machal Shabbos, and in everything, and not even necessary for the 
for the uh, uh, for the trip. And the Rebbe said, I think that the author of this Sefer uh, of Shvises Hayam is a member of the Rabbanut Rashid of the uh, rabbinic uh, uh, leadership in, in Israel. And it looks like from the Sefer that he put a lot of effort in and worked very hard on this problem. But Later on, uh, for the public, he attached a heter from something that is obviously prohibited. And the Rebbe said, it's sufficient. Why don't we ask those who travel in these boats, Masih Lefitumam, innocently ask them, you will actually, the Rebbe uses, to Samarna Sarna Sarish, your head here will be rise to the stories that they tell you. It is very difficult to believe uh, that a person who entered all the details about a boat traveling did not think of asking also about this. Uh, what the people tell what really is going on over there on the boat and the Chil Shabbos and everything. Now, even though the Rebbe says in his book, he writes many conditions, and conditions that are before his ruling to permit it. But the Rebbe says that, as mentioned earlier, this cautioning has no space. It doesn't help that he cautions, because we know what goes on for many months and years, which do not meet all of his conditions. So what's the point of saying if it meets this condition, then it's okay, but you can't do it. We know that it doesn't meet the conditions, and this is just giving a heter. This is a safer that he wrote for a ruling Lemaise, what to do. This is not just a popul, a, a discussion, uh, an analysis, and a question, theoretically, theoretical. or theoretical. Okay, so the Rebbe says, as far as our case about the Yisraelim, even if you're going to say that there's some people say that Yisraelim that are Murkovim have no issue at all, but when they are being brought, same thing, other merchandise in the above boats, so then you add also the idea of a person who is cooking for his friend on Shabbos, which a person cooks for you, and the Rebbe will elaborate what he means with cooking for your friend on Shabbat, but usually the halacha is that he's not allowed to use it. Uh, but this is um, another issue with this. The Rebbe says, by the way, for sure you know also that here we received thousands and perhaps more of mezuzahs, and it is seemingly also tefillin, that just uh, photographs, uh, they are called the Maise Photographia, on paper, etc. And this all goes together. You, under the proclamation, we have to support the settlement of the land, etc., etc. And when it comes to these matters, you know, I remember the saying of my father-in-law, the Rebbe, 
that they told him, apparently this was in Petersburg in Tafresh Pezayim, when they arrested him, he was facing them, and they asked him about uh, several matters like this, and they asked him, why is he so strict and not yielding and not compromising? And they said to him, when you extinguish a fire, we don't look if the water are fit for drinking and they're clear or not. You put out the fire. And my father-in-law answered, that's you're right. But you need to, and more and more, not to try to extinguish the fire with kerosene and it's sufficient to one understanding. So trying to claim the Yeshiva Oretz uh, doing the uh, that this is a mitzvah and violating the Shabbos and violating this regime that's not that's similar to that uh, euphorism the expression that the Friedrich Rebbe said about uh, not extinguishing a fire with kerosene. Uh, by the way, the Rebbe says, for sure you know that for about sixty years or more, it was very uh, uh, common in uh, uh, that there was a, uh, a, a an announcement that Kolkoida, as far as the Shrogan versus Yisrael in Russia, and it had many signatures. And at that time, there was not such a question about Murkovim so much. We're talking about those are kosher Israel. And obviously there wasn't even a question of Shabbos and still and also you were guaranteed about Shemitahs and Maestris, everything was okay. And yet, the Rebbe says I don't have that announcement, that co-curated by me, but the Rebbe says from Lubavitch they didn't sign that. And so the Rebbe is further telling him why he wouldn't sign for a letter. This was even uh, when we didn't have all these issues, not uh, not Murkovim, not Shabbos, uh, not, and it wasn't Yishu Shemitah, I said, yet, Lubavitch didn't sign it. And further, the Rebbe says, I want to point out that my father-in-law, and as I heard, also, his, the Rebbe Rashab never came out with any letters or Kolkata's announcement that had uh, sort of a uh, a hechsher, an approval of matters kedusha kiyetsu by so the Rebbe just says in Chabad we don't do that. So the Rebbe says, why did I write all the above? Even though it would be sufficient to three or four lines, that the Rebbe says it's just because I'm so merev sichi quoting from what Hannah said to the Nabi Shmuel, why she spoke like that, is because of my pain of this situation, this shocking situation. And we see, obviously, how the sages of blessed memory saying is becoming fulfilled. That every day is more problems. The Rebbe doesn't want to quote the actual Gemara, the Tzorah, then, but, but every day is getting worse. In the uh, terrible situation in the Holy Land, the Bonavisakeda. 
And I remember the great noise that became what was going on with the children of Tehran, Yaldi Tehran, even though that is like nothing and doesn't come close to what's being done to the children of Morocco. And there is a, an agreement, a shameful agreement, which is signed also by the representatives of the right, of the parties of the right, and that they agree to compromise and give up up to 75%. And the Rebbe says, thank God that thanks for the elections, they started to retract from this agreement. Same thing the Rebbe says, is this all the problems that are going on in Israel as far as Yiddishkeit goes? Same thing is as far as... uh, um, enlisting women in the army, and mostly dot dot dot. In those who are more tendency mafkiritvei and become more uh, on uh, undisciplined in a way of hefker. This is self understood the great prohibition. How much is to go ahead and bring in this kind of uh, half-carers by enlisting them in the army. And what... There's missing words here that... uh, But they uh, are not selling uh, meat of the chazer or the shekets arbor, and they do the opposite, menakotza lakotza. So the Rebbe says, Rebbe is very, uh, very strong about the situation, what's going on in Eretz Yisrael. The Rebbe says, during these days of Rachamim, compassion, on Tovelu, when the letter was written, as the Alter Rebbe writes in the Kutetoyra, in the portion of Elam at Beis Beis, the king is in the field, uh, not in a place where people live, but it's in the field, uh, not in a place where Odom, which is Adam Elyin, which you are compared to the one above, meaning you're in a higher level, but you're in the field. And then everybody has the ability, is permitted to go and to greet the king. And he, king, accepts everybody, the Savior upon him, office with a good countenance and shows everybody a smiling face. So we're living in that period now in the days of Elul. So may be the will that through the arousal of above, Hashem should give everybody a spirit of return for each one of us to give us a spirit of purity to see that which is good in the other person, etc., until we'll all make one group to do Hashem's will with a complete heart. The Rebbe is blessing him for and for good news and all the above especially. And then there's a Nun Beis, a PS over here, that the Rebbe says, surprising, that it appears from your silence that the printing uh, of the books and the 
manuscript of Rabbi Goyen, the Rim the Nova Shalom, is not uh, it's not taking place, not with Kadem, it's not coming for So Rabbi says, surprised, Rabbi is encouraging him to do that as well. Here you see how much Rabbi says he's answering in such a length because the Rabbi is very upset, basically, of the matzav of Yiddishkeit going in Eretz Yisrael. And uh, specifically, the Rebbe addresses that, uh, why he would not be part of a an announcement to uh, buy the Esregim from Eretz Yisrael, the questions of Morkovim, the question that it's being brought on the boats that are Machal Shabbos. And Machal uh, Chabad doesn't sign these uh, notes. And by the way, the Rebbe already brings out some of his frustration with the terrible situation in Eretz Yisrael as far as the children of Tehran, which they took them away from their religious parents and put them into situations, and the children of Morocco and the other problems that are going on, enlisting women in the army, etc., etc. The Rebbe says that during these days we should get a spirit of arousal of above, and we should all Unite to do the will of Hashem together. And the Rebbe reminds him again about printing the books of Rabbi Rebbe. So now we'll continue with the main letter in 3,834, volume 12, which is the follow-up to the letter uh, that the Rebbe was writing to Rabbi Zevin, responding to Rav Zevin's response to the Rebbe to that previous letter. So, Baruch Hashem, the 19th of Tishrei, Tavshin, Tezayim, Brooklyn, Rav Agoen, uh, wrote the title over here, and uh, the Rebbe says, I'm returning, responding to your letter from Friday and Shabbat Shuvah. So, the Rebbe in his previous letter, uh, mentions that in our generation there are many opinions that prohibit esregim that are murkovim. And he pointed out to the Rebbe that the it's not something that in our generation is are many that prohibited. That's been for many generations. Uh, so why is the Rebbe saying that now in our generation the opinions that prohibit Ezra Yimurkhan? So the Rebbe says that uh, when he's talking about is referring to the earlier uh, rabbis of the later times who permitted these Esraim Merkavim. Not, of course, a long time ago, we know that, but there were, uh, in the later times, there were some who were permitting it, and some of the uh, distinguished ones that are lenient, they relying on these Achreinim, on these later rabbis who permitted, uh, in other words, not... Uh, those that are uh, currently in our generation are permitting it. 
And what the Rebbe says that had these earlier achronim um, seen the reasoning and the explanation of those who prohibit it, so the Rebbe says, well, perhaps had they permitted it as they have uh, recorded in their safarim. And at least it could still be a doubt. Basically what the Rebbe is saying over here is that the people rely on certain rabbis that are permitting it. And the Rebbe was saying that after it became more known the reasons of those who prohibited, even those earlier had they seen their reasoning, they would maybe have changed their mind, not so sure. But the main thing is, the point is, the main point is, is that this allowance for using esrogim that are murkov is only in a place that you can't find an esrog which is not murkov. But in our time, it doesn't apply because we can find it. And the Rebbe further says, so Rav Zevin suggested, maybe right, uh, he should buy the Esrogim if the Esrogim are kosher. He wanted the Rebbe to sign that proclamation that you should buy these Esrogim from Eretz Yisrael. And you can add that they can only do this, you can qualify it by saying only if it's kosher. Uh, and that should be the uh, language that the proclamation, the Kolkoira, to buy these Yisraelim of Agudus Harabonim over here. So he's suggesting to the Rebbe not to just leave it a blank uh, proclamation or, or announcement to go ahead and buy these Yisraelim, but to qualify it only if it's kosher, which means it's not Murkov. But the Rebbe says this is not really going to work. That is similar to what I wrote already as far as the Sefer of Shvisus Ayam. And the Rebbe says even more. The, the Rebbe wrote earlier, as we recorded earlier, he wrote about that you could travel in those ships that are traveling from Eretz run by the by Jewish people even though they're violating the Shabbos because of Pikuach Nefesh. And, and the Rebbe argued over there that the practical uh, situation, which it applies to the boats going today, it doesn't really, there's no Pikuach Nefesh over there and there's no issue and there's other alternatives. The Rebbe spoke in the earlier letter. And people that are reading the Sefer, they apply it to the boat that is traveling today uh, even though there's a qualification over there that there is reasoning, but the person doesn't go into the reasoning. He just sees that the the Sefer Shvisus Ayam says that it's okay, and uh, he goes along with that. So that doesn't work. But in our case, it's even more, the Rebbe says. Over there, at least, it's a Sefer. A Sefer, a book, is, 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 is destined for a Ben Torah who can understand it. But when you make a proclamation, you make an advertisement, you make a koil koira, 
So before you can publicize, you need to consider how the readers will interpret it. And it's not so much important to know what the people that sign it, what they have in mind. It was, uh, it's, it's what the people read it. And if they're going to not read that stipulation of that it has to be kosher, they're not going to find it. Rebbe says for sure, Your Honor, you know, number one, that when you read this announcement, this Kol what is the conclusion, the one who reads it? It's the central point in our case is that he's going to purchase that kind of esrog on which it's written in this announcement. And the fact that there are stipulations uh, over there, so at most the Rebbe says, it's written in a closed uh, language. And to the extent that there's no benefit by putting in that by putting in that stipulation, that would be no benefit at all. When in reality, people don't aren't going to go by this stipulation over there. Uh, that, that stipulation, is only going to be good so that in the heavenly court after when they have to give an accounting for what they did, what they did, what they, did they can say, you know, I I didn't, I, I put in that stipulation, so I didn't really uh, stumble, cause anybody to stumble, get the wrong thing. But the bottom line is the people are uh, going to buy this stipulation, is going to do anything. The Rebbe adds in the parentheses as they wrote uh, over here that the Esrogen will be kosher and there's some missing words over here. So the Rebbe says if this proclamation, this announcement would come only to people that are going to study this Kol Koyde, they're just not going to just read it and they're going to reflect that the style it says, which is in it says kosher Esrogen what is kosher? So, no, no, it means murkum, not murkum, it says kserim. That means that these are assumed to be not murkavim. So, to buy esregim kserim and murkavim. But the Rebbe says, considering the fact that only very few orchards that provide this esregim are bin chazoka, uh, that they are not murkavim. As the people that run these orchards from Eretz Yisrael that are here, and also it seems like from the letters that the Hasidim wrote about it, that there are not that many orchards that have established that their Israel are not Murkoven. So, uh, so if a person that studies it so the Rebbe says that's going to actually have the opposite effect uh, and very much because they're studying it uh, and they're seeing that it's not good as Regim. So they're, they're going to stay away from that. So who's going to read it? If it's somebody who's a learned person and he's going to study it, he's going to come to a conclusion you can't buy this as Regim. And that, so that would be contrary to the intent of publicizing this uh, announcement. 
Uh, and Rebbe says, um, those Esroigim, it appears uh, from the what the people relate, are very minimal. Those who are kosher Esroigim really are very minimal. And advertising it that people, so the people that don't know, they'll buy, so how could we do it? But the people that do know are going to stay away from them. And this is not something which most of these Esroigim are actually not uh, fit. He, uh, another uh, another point that he uh, said to the Rebbe, the Rebbe says that they're bringing the Esregim and the other Tashmish Gidusha on the boat which is violates the Shabbos and the Rebbe quoted Hamavashal B'Shabbos, somebody who cooks for Shabbos for the other person is not allowed to use it. And so the Rebbe says, I'm not, it's obvious, I'm not saying that the reason is because it's a mitzvah that came through an Aveda. In other words, he brought it, he's doing the Esri because the Esri came through Aveda. That's not what I meant. It's also not because this is the same as what the Gemara talks about, uh, one who cooks for his friends on Shabbos. In the past tense, which meaning they did it already uh, because, uh, uh, and, and this is that, that that was done in all those cases that were not commanded, he didn't help it. But the Rebbe is saying that's talking about the past, I'm talking about in our case, this is present and the future, and you're helping the other person to uh, cook for you. You're helping him do the Aveda to bring it on Shabbos and more. The Rebbe says it's sufficient to one who understands. And the Rebbe says the reason I, I use that language is because that's the common language. Uh, uh, also, in our case, the Rebbe says it appears to be a Torah prohibition, and the Rebbe says, I don't want to go into in the great length when we're talking about uh, this uh, Kalkola, the bad, the, 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 what the, the unfortunate, especially the Rebbe says during uh, Yontav, uh, the Rebbe is writing this letter during Chalamoye, the Rebbe doesn't want to go into more details. And um, and the Rebbe says that the blessings, uh, letters of blessing, for sure you received for Yom Tev, and the Rebbe is ending with the blessing for the holiday, and the Rebbe also says that, uh, they write that because of the sanctity of the Yom Tev, the Rebbe doesn't sign it himself, and I'm signing it his name, by the uh, secretary, Aleph Kivint, and uh, and the Rebbe brought, says that the reason why he brought down Mevashel B'Shabbos, the Rebbe says, even though this is in a lot worse case, because this is not somebody else, this is us helping them presently and continuously, but the Rebbe says that I just used the uh, standard common language, uh, but the Rebbe says 
you can learn the prohibition in our case from that discussion of Mishmashal B'Shabbos and from the uh, reasoning those who permit it that in our cases wouldn't apply. That's what the Rebbe says there. In all in all, uh, the Rebbe uh, in the previous letter that we read and in this letter, uh, there's no way that uh, the Rebbe agrees to uh, this proclamation to buy the Yisroegim from Eretz Yisro for all the reasons that the Rebbe wrote in the previous letter and in this letter.